0: How to spare the rod and spoil a child to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hornelstrom here, and our idiom today is spare the rod and spoil the child. Now, I don't know about you, but this, of course, means to physically punish children in order to teach them a lesson so that they will grow up and be great, you know, human beings in the future. At least that's the theory. It's been around for centuries. Uh... The belief that we should discipline our kids or discipline people for behavior appears at least six times in the Bible. And it worked its way into the English language by about the year 1000. So for centuries, we have been believing we should spare the rod and spoil the child. We should discipline our kids in order to teach them something. Now, punishment and reward are the big levers we have for human behavior, right? Now human beings will do more pain will do we will do more pain we will do more to avoid pain than we will to gain pleasure and I think maybe that's because for hundreds of years we have been inflicting pain on people to punish them for things that we think or other people judge them as doing wrong so I've got mixed feelings about this uh, particular idiom now I have erased all memory of ever spanking my children. But my daughter reminded me yesterday that yes, she does remember being spanked by me, not just her dad, mostly her dad, but by me. And I'm like, oh my God, I guess we did do that. So it's amazing how we rewrite history and we remember what we want to remember and we forget the things that we want to forget because I don't want to think that I ever had to whack my kid on the rear or or spank my kids. Or I, I do remember sending them to their room because I, always described the theory it's better to have the punishment fit the crime so if they made a mess in the kitchen and, and destroyed things or did something or broke something I would find a way for them to fix and repair it or be responsible for the damage that they caused or to clean up the mess that they made you mess up the kitchen you clean up the kitchen you um, stay out too late you just you don't get to go out for the next weekend whatever it was um, but apparently I did spank him as well I remember my aunt Pat when we were kids growing up one of my dad's my dad's youngest sister actually Had a big wooden spoon that she kept on the refrigerator on top of the refrigerator and the handle always stuck out and and Her kids were little monsters. So I kind of got that. I don't remember getting I'm, I'm sure I got spanked when I was a kid I know I got my mouth washed out with soap for telling my older sister to shut up If you can imagine that but believe me if you knew my older sister when we were growing up She totally deserved it <laughs> But I did get my mouth washed out with soap for that. So I guess spare the rod, spoil the child. Getting your mouth washed out with soap would be an example of that. Getting grounded, um, I think, is an example of a way to hold kids accountable and responsible and punish them, but not actually physically harm them. When I was growing up, when I was in, in grade school still, teachers and school principals and things could actually spank kids. They could punish you. They could physically punish you. I remember getting whacked several times by my first grade teacher with a ruler because that was okay. No, of course it wasn't okay, but um, in her mind it was okay. Um, so a couple of things with this. Number one, do we want to punish people? I don't want to ever punish my employees or the people that are team members of mine. I want them to want to work with me. I don't want them to be afraid to work with me or afraid to be a part of the organization. Uh, So we can decide how we're going to use motivation or coercion or manipulation or Rewards in our organization how we set things up how we set systems up how we set Processes and rules and procedures up in our business is very important because we want to We want people to feel empowered and responsible for their actions and for the things that they do We want them all doing things that are of course the benefit of the organization as a whole But we want them to feel empowered to do that personal responsibility is is the one power that we all have that we should never give up but we so often do because along with personal responsibility and being 100% responsible for our actions the things we say and do and and how we behave means we have to let go of the, the excuse of being a victim we can't be a victim if we're going to be responsible but if we want freedom true freedom in our decisions and our choices in our life we have to be willing to take responsibility that means sometimes dealing with the consequences when we screw up or make a mistake and learn from that mistake we don't ever really learn as well from someone else's mistake as we do from our own we all hate making mistakes at least i know i do but i, I make them all the time because those are the things that that Move me ahead in the direction I want to go. Move me toward what it is that I want to create. Or when I'm I'm at least taking action and trying, it's not going to always go right. I'm going to make mistakes just like every other human being. But I'm also absolutely cool with being responsible for those mistakes. If I say something that hurts somebody's feelings, I have to be responsible for that. Because number one, I'm the only one that can, can fix that. Nobody else can fix that. I'm the one that did it. I created and caused that action and that reaction. Um so how do you use this in your business make sure that the the systems that you're putting in place are getting the results that you want now some some organizations are all for fear and and some people think that fear is the way to lead and dominate and rule i don't want that in my organization but if you want that in yours that's your choice but then you also have to be responsible for the consequences if you rule by fear people will leave people will undermine you people will try to dethrone you etc um and the other thing to look at so look at your systems of reward punishment rules processes and systems and make sure that you're fixing the systems, not the people. It's it's so often, I learned this in quality, it's so often the system that's broken or the way that the process you use for doing something, not the people that are operating or using that process or procedure. So make sure that you're putting processes and procedures and systems in place that support the results that you want. Uh, teach people things. Don't... Uh, you know, teach them what to do don't do it for them now a lot of our businesses are predicated on done-for-you services which is different our customers we never want to punish our customers right we always want to make sure they have an incredibly positive experience with us um, there's some marketing belief that you should exacerbate their pain and make them feel worse so that they'll come and they'll they'll get your solution yeah go ahead and do that if that works for you but if that goes against your grain or gives you an icky feeling inside don't use those marketing practices or strategies. Always do and always treat people the way that you want to be treated in your business and in your life and watch how much more successful and how much happier you are. So, I'd love to know your experience with this idiom spare the rod, spoil the child. Did you get whaled on? Did you get spanked when you were a kid? Uh, did you spank your kids? Apparently, I'm yes and yes to both of those. Did you or do you believe that if kids aren't kept in line, kept in a straight toe, taught when they're young, they will? you know, get away with murder. They'll get away with whatever they want. What do you believe? Share in the comments below. Let's have a little discussion about it. And I will see you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where did it come from? And how might you use it in your business right now today? Take care.